0: the podcast that helps you fix your Catholic marriage while also giving you winning tactics for marriage problems, girlfriend problems, and intimacy problems for men. But moreover, well, my main mission is to keep you out of divorce court. And when marriage unchained, the art of one flesh, divorce combat coaching is the flavor of the day while also helping men understand marriage and courting not dating, in the Catholic faith. Why? Because dating is for sex and courting is for marriage. In this 160th episode, 33 things Catholic women do to screw up their marriage, part uno. Plus, live calls from you answer your marriage and crisis questions. So, get that cue for some resolution to your marriage confusion. And so we have the quote of the day as we always do. So let get let's get rocking. Let's get rocking. Quote. It e can thus be said that women by looking to marry find in her the secret of living their femininity and dignity and of achieving their own true advancement. In the light of Mary, the church sees in the face of women the reflection of a beauty which mirrors the loftiest sentiments of which the human heart is capable, the self-offering totality of love, the strength that is capable of bearing the greatest sorrows, limitless fidelity, and tireless devotion to work the ability to combine penetrating intuition with words of support and encouragement, encouragement, end quote, Pope St. John Paul II in his encyclical, Redemptoris Mater, paragraph 46, bam. I've helped hundreds of men in their marriages. Allow me to help you in yours. Get live Catholic marriage help, Tuesday through Thursday, 10 a.m. Eastern, for some resolution to your marriage confused. All right. Hey, 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 we are back. So let's get this rolling. So, man, this is a tough one y'all. This going I'm going to get a lot of pushback from this, this show. Uh I'm i I'm going to do at least 3, it's a series of at least 3 uh three episodes, but you know how it is. Start talking about women. Oh my god, all hell is going to break loose in the country. But as long as you're talking about how toxic and horrible men are oh my god oh my god men they're so horrible they're so uncaring and they're just so they're just so selfish oh my god yes as long as you're talking bad about men it's okay as long as you're talking bad about the catholic church or christianity it's okay but as soon as you enter satan's world and start trying to get them women to act right. Oh boy, all of a sudden, boy, you're not my friend anymore. I don't love you. <laughs> right? All you guys know what's up. You know what the deal is. Uh so man, I have a weird uh I have a weird, weird comment here, but I'll let that go because I can't really read it. Okay, so so what we're gonna do. Try if you today, we're going to talk to the women, to the wives. Usually every show I talk to men 99% of the time, but every now and then, you know, I got to talk to the women because they are vital too, and it's good that they understand what true feminism is and the things that they are doing to screw up their marriage and their motherhood and their, and their being a wife and being a woman. Um because they're not held accountable let's be true gentlemen you guys know I'm telling the truth you know I'm telling the truth Women can do anything they want these days we just let them they do anything they want they combat men they hit men they they get in men's face they call them names then the the police they come what do the police do? They just come and they, they take they take you to jail you they take you to jail because she called the police and then they take you to jail. And you go, I didn't even do nothing. Well, sir, you know, I'm just doing my job. Yeah, I love police officers just like I love priests, but man, they are misguided. I think sometimes you got to just, you know, deal with your common sense, you know. Um, if a woman calls the police, then what happens? They To me, I like those states. There's there's some states and I, I can't name them, y'all, but But just, you know, I know there are there states now that if somebody calls police and they come, everybody going to jail. Everybody's going to jail. I wish it was like in Indiana. I don't think it is. I wish it was. If you call the police on somebody, the police come. Everybody's going downtown to the lockup. Guess what would happen? Nobody call no more. These crazy women wouldn't call no more, would they? Of course not. They ain't trying to go to jail. As long as they think you going to jail or you going to get in trouble or you got to go to court. Huh? It's okay, isn't it? I don't care if you have the greatest wife. Let's still start happening. She'll pick up the phone and start calling police. That's why I suggest when stuff starts going wrong, you call the police first. Because whoever calls the police first, most of the time the other person goes to jail. Women know that. But see, men, we go, oh, my God. I actually had a guy say, I can't call the police on my wife man, you crazy. You crazy. In this society, what else are you gonna do? What else are you gonna do? Your wife's calling your names. Your wife's hitting you. Your wife threatens you. Your wife's kicking you and hitting you. You're trying to leave. They won't let you leave. If you put your hands on him or touch me right out of the way. they call the police on you. He hit me. He touched me. He put his hands on me. That kind of crazy mess. So what's a guy to do? Sit there and just let somebody hit him in the back of the head? With a back, with a with a fist, dude. I have seen it ain't much I ain't seen, and I'm telling you that stuff happens. And you got you listen. The only defense you got go by the law. Call them. She's hitting on me. I don't. I can't touch her. What am I supposed to do? Then the, leave, sir. Leave. I'm trying to leave. She won't let me. She's getting in the way. That's what I would do. I'm gonna call the police. I'm gonna sit there listen. My wife is hitting on me. I'm trying not to touch her because if I touch her, she's gonna call the police. So I'm gonna, I'm trying to leave, and I'm trying to, I'm, I'm putting my hand on her to move her out the way, <laughs> so I can get in my car and leave. That's what you do. Otherwise, what are you gonna do? What you gonna do, fellas? I don't know. In this society today, that's a lot of people. This society today, you've got to do what you got to do. Like another thing, a lot of guys that listen to me, like hear me on Facebook and you know how you do those shorts and stuff and you know, in shorts, you only get a minute, so you can't tell the whole story, but they think that with the stuff I teach is weak. Yeah. Keep trying to run your house and do things like the old folk do or like, um, like you want to do it. See where that gets you. I can't tell you how many guys that contact me. Yeah. My wife got a no contact order against me. Yeah. My wife called a lo- uh, the landlord on me and had me kicked out of my house. You know, stuff like that. What are you supposed to do? See, men can't, you've you got to be, in order to be a true man, you've got to get out of your head and understand how to make things better and strategies that you can do and use to get your wife to love you and so she don't, and stop pissing her off so she don't call the police on you, <laughs> okay? So let's get into that is a good precursor to what we're going to, to do. Say, so first question. So, you know, guys, this might go into four shows or five shows. I don't know. This is a very intense subject. It's a very, um, it's a very uh, controversial subject because, like I said, if you, when you start talking about women and trying to get women to, to, to do what they are supposed to do, all of a sudden you become the enemy. And That's cool. I'm used to it. People tell me all kinds of stuff. I don't even care no more. That's what I got Christ for. I just lean on him. So try to hear what I'm saying, ladies. Husbands, try to hear what I'm saying. Okay. Why are women so miserable today? That's the first question. Why are women so miserable today? Well, first of all, they have no understanding of their true purposes. As women as a woman, they don't, they don't know what to do. They're just as confused as men are because they keep listening to Satan out here. I'm a feminist. And then the ones that say they ain't a feminist, they really are because everything they do is like a feminist. You know, you can't tell me nothing. You can't tell me where to go. You can't tell me not to drive cross country by myself in a car by myself. You can't tell me I can't go out to the club at night. You can't tell me I got to go to work or whatever. You can't tell me nothing. That's what they say. I'm a woman. I'm all powerful. I am the creator of the universe. (laughs) That's how they act. That's how they act. Right? Man, my kids and my wife be showing me videos, man. I'm going to tell you. Sometimes that we are a woman, I hear me roar, don't work. Man, they be having videos on YouTube and TikTok and stuff. This woman it was a police officer. Man, I saw it like last week. It was a two or three police officers in this big, and I wouldn't care if she was white, but in this case, this is a big black woman. She was like too, too fitty. And she, the police officer, the white police officer was trying to be cool with her, like say, trying to talk to her and you couldn't hear no sound. So it wasn't no sound either. All you saw was actions. (laughs) And man, I'm telling you, the white police officer and all three of the police officers was big, but this black police officer, he was huge. He looked like my man, the rock. He would have big arms. He had big chest. He was bald headed. I mean, he was built. You could tell that dude, he is seriously a workout dude, right? So the white police officer, he was big and he was buff a little bit, but he wasn't as big as the black dude, the black police officer. Man, and so they were all three trying to talk to her, but the white police officer, he must have been the lead. So what he did was he was talking to her. You can see in the, in the, in the, camera, he was talking to her and then she gave him a right hook straight to his jaw. And so the, the police officer, like, of course, no matter how big you are as a woman, you're not going to knock a man down. So like she hit him and he just kind of was like, what was that? Like, did you really just hit me? I mean, she hit him with all she had. You could tell. she bent her knees and everything. And so, <laughs> the, the black, the third police officer, he was in the back with his hand on his gun. So, he was, I guess, the watch out dude to make sure nobody else was coming into the scene. The black police officer, the big guy, he kind of was like, because everybody was like stunned for a second. And then, <laughs> the police officer, the black police was like, tried to grab her a little bit. It's like, hey, chill out. And then, before you know it, she hit the she hit the white police officer with an uppercut, and that was all it took. The big black police officer reached around with the back of his fist and hit her in the front of her head and knocked her straight on the on the ground and knocked her straight out cold. One punch, she was out cold. Two and she was a woman. So this is what I'm telling you, man. Women are confused, man they watching TV and these movies and stuff, and they thinking they're a Marvel superhero or something. If a dude really want to hurt you and damage you and cripple you, he could with one punch. That police officer had to do what he had to do because he was, they was all trying to control her. She wouldn't, she wouldn't listen because she'd been bought the Kool-Aid. And so women have like took this stuff into their job, into their marriage, into to their families and stuff, and to the society, and men, we just let them until we get fed up and assert our power. It's like, okay, stop acting silly, right? So that's the other thing. Next thing is, women are trying to be something they are not. They're trying to be like men, just like I just said. They're miserable because they're trying to be like men. They have an identity crisis. Stop allowing Satan to determine your nature as a woman. You are meant for more than that. You are not a man. You are a woman. Men are attracted to other women. Femininity, softness, loving, caring, support—that's what men want. We, uh, we, woman with a big butt. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, y'all don't tell the truth. Anyway, but I'm just joking. I'm just joking. No, I ain't joking. <laughs> we are visual. That's what we like. Okay. There are certain things men like, and when you try to act like you a man, you just turn, if you're a woman, you try to act like a man, you just turn your husband off. See, men marry feminists because men in our nature, we like, it's a challenge. Like like women, you know, Every every man knows when you first, if you try to approach a woman and she doesn't know you, you get a lot of attitude at first, right? Of course you do, because she don't know you. And then the men, he gets, it's like a challenge. Oh, it's a challenge. Like the dudes that got game, they want you to, They men, they got dudes, that got game. They either don't care or they want you to act like that because you become a challenge then. They're like, okay, cool. This is its own. <laughs> so what do they do? They, they keep, mess with you till you give in. Most women give in. If a guy's persistent, that's just the way it works, you know? And so women, they don't really understand men. Um and but think about this. A man, when I married okay, I expect as a man, and I tell this to my wife all the time. I expect as a man to have a challenge at first. I really do. We all do. That's just the nature of the beast. But dude, I'm not trying to have a challenge for 25 years. I'm not trying to marry you and you still got issues. You still got attitude. You still are mean and miserable. You still are, you still disrespect me you still like whatever I mean you still don't have no nature as a woman am I supposed to just put up with that for my whole life that's why men divorce women it's like look man I I didn't sign up for that I'm not trying to have an attitude a woman with an attitude my whole life you know Um, and so that's the thing and and, and people ain't gonna see what I'm saying that's why the white girls get the black dudes now oh nobody talks about it but it's the truth Black women have this, they got this attitude, man. They got this attitude, man. And listen, that stuff's cool. The first, I'm not trying to spend my whole life with that. So the the, the white girls for some reason have figured it out. <laughs> I don't know what they done done, but every time you look up, there's white dude, a black dude walk down the street with a black girl, with a white girl. I don't know. I'm just saying, I, you know, men are we go to the least resistance. We don't like, and of course, the black women are gonna say, Oh, well, I'm a queen, and and uh I'm a queen, and I deserve to be treated like a queen, and you just don't want a strong woman, huh? Of course I don't want a strong woman. I didn't, I don't want to, I didn't marry, I didn't start to marry a man, did I? Oh my goodness. I told y'all a of stuff I'm gonna say that. y'all yeah, ain't agree with that's cool. I don't care. I know it's the truth because I deal with it 24-7. I see it all the time. And I'm just telling you that women that way don't work with men. We just, we think you're crazy. We just let you do well. That's what you want to do. You go ahead. People who don't, who don't, don't really love you, if they don't pull you to the side and try to help you and tell you, hey, maybe you should just calm down a little bit. Maybe you should be more of a lady. Maybe you should confront men, you know, Nobody in this society truly loves one another because we don't tell anybody the truth. Okay? So that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. No man no matter what color you are, black, a woman she's black, white, Asian whatever, we don't like no we don't want the women of the uh, housewives of Atlanta, the housewives of Los Angeles, the housewives of Bloomington, Indiana. <laughs> we don't listen. Those if you look at those women on all those shows and I don't really watch them, but, you know, I see them and I dude, They are miserable. Those women are miserable. And they get it all so-called. Right. Next, um, women, women, what, women are not taught how to be classy ladies anymore. They're not. Remember, remember, man, women would shit, they would they would sit down, they would cross their legs, they would be so classy so caring so um polite the way they spoke southern women they still are for the most part like that no matter what no matter what um what do you call no matter what economic state they're in if they're poor or rich and i told my sons i said hey y'all don't go south <laughs> you go come back married <laughs> if you're a dude and you go south, you will come, if you used to be up in the north and you go south as a dude and see how the women are and that, that nice accent they got, oh man, boom. That's like this, it's this big thing now where black guys go to Brazil, I think it's Brazil, and they go get the, they get them a wife down there. Dude, it's a lot of stuff that people don't know about that happens because men are sick of American women. We are. Men are sick of them. And you can keep on being a feminist woman if you want. But you're never going to be happy. You're never going to be happy. You're never going to be fulfilled. And nobody's never going to be around you. You're going to be 60, 70, 80, 90 years old, alone and in a nursing home by yourself. That's what's going to happen. I know women now, 70 years old, ain't never been married, ain't got no kids. Who's going who's gonna to take care of you? Who's going to bury you? Hmm. Anyway, uh, women are psychologically, emotional and spiritual, spiritually traumatized from giving away their gift. Now, a lot of people don't understand this one, but I'm going to bring this up. Bring it up. <laughs> Andy. Oh, I like that. Andy, Andy, Andy. Citcher, I think that's how I pronounce it. Andy Citcher said, one man in a relationship is enough. Oh, that's awesome. That's great. Thanks, man. That's a great comment. Dude. Can I use that? <laughs> can i use that andy <laughs> i like that um but so me don't understand so i'm gonna say it again women are psychologically emotionally and spiritually traumatized from giving away their gift okay we all know what their gift is It's is their it's, uh, you know they're giving away their body in sex okay women these days women these days they are miserable because they are traumatized. They have a lot of pain in their life. And so when a woman gives away her body, she sleeps with all these different men. I don't care if anybody's not her husband, she's going to get traumatized psychologically, emotionally, and spiritually. And this is why you guys hear me say all the time up to to, 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 to men, to husbands, if you're going to marry a divorced woman, if you're going to marry a, 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 a woman who's not a virgin, but really a divorced woman, or especially, you got to know what you're getting into because she's hurt. She's in pain. As soon as your marriage starts going south, she is going to cause all hell in it if you don't know what you're doing. Okay? So, next, next. The weakness of men not controlling themselves and broken promises. So, another reason women are miserable is because men, we are men, men are weak. We sleep with them. We use up their body. We use up their, uh, their youth and their beauty. We, we, I, we use up their vitality. We use them up. We sleep with them, throw them away. We uh, move in with them, live with them for five years or whatever, throw them away. And so that's a broken promise. And a lot of times, women don't know that. they try. Well, they try to act like they don't know. But my wife always says, if women knew what men really think, they would never sleep with them. Because <laughs> uh, I've educated my wife over the years. <laughs> but, But The thing about it is, is broken promises. Women, no woman sleeps with a man that she doesn't think that we have a potential. He has potential and we have the potential of getting married. Okay. That's in her, that's in her naturally, instinctually, that's in her. So if you as a man, of us as men, we sleep with a woman and then we throw her away, which is what we're doing. You know, we take her gift and then we don't want her no more. Or she so-called makes us mad or she's too needy or whatever. We like throw her away. And so, what that means is women over those those times, they take that into their marriage. And so, because in their mind, every man's going to leave them because every man prior to her husband has, whether it's one man or 50, you know, how, depending on how many men she sleep with. Most, and that's another thing with feminism, did it made women think that they, can have their cake and eat it too. I can sleep with as many men I want, have all the so-called fun I want because I'm fertile. And then I could just like, when he leaves me or we break up, I could just like let that go. Well, guess what? No, you can't. You are bonded to that man for the rest of your life. You are. And to, he start, it's time for women to start knowing that. Men too. When you have sex with somebody, you are bonded to them for the rest of your life. This is one of the main reasons God says don't have sex before marriage. Because you screw up the lady. You screw her up way worse for her husband. But we don't care because we're weak, right? We're selfish. Anyway, next, the heavy burden they have lofted upon themselves. That's another reason why women are miserable. Because they have, this, they have this heavy burden on their shoulders. They're trying to be men. They're trying to be women. They're trying to go to work. They're trying to, uh, they're trying to take care of the house. They're trying to take care of children. They're trying to volunteer in the church. They're trying to do all this stuff. And they are totally wore out. Look at them. Look at women. They're not meant for all of that, fellas. We know it, but you can't tell them that. Why? Because they get mad at you. You're trying to control me. You're trying to control me. That's all we hear, ain't it, fellas? You can't tell me. Okay, well, gone out there to you. (laughs) I'll just sit here and watch NFL football and eat bonbons. You go to work for 12 hours a day. I'll be right here. (laughs) The next thing. Uh, women, they have no idea or understanding of what men and society truly need from them. Right. Women have no idea what men want from them and need from them. They have no idea what society truly needs from them, what God is asking for them, because they're too busy in their own selfishness. The way we, you know, we always sit here on this show and many places. We sit here and talk about the flaws of men but my agenda is different than most people. I talk about the flaws of men because I know if a man fixes himself, he could control the world. I know that. Most men don't know that. So my job in pointing out the flaws of a man is to get him to be great. Because he if you don't know your flaws and don't look at yourself, how can you become great in your family? You can't. So that's that's the thing. Um, and, and men... What men want from women is different and they don't understand. Women don't understand that. Okay? It's always the man's fault. Everything's the man's fault. What we need from women is you just to be a dang on woman. Be like the Blessed Mother. Be like the Blessed Mother. If you don't know what that means, read the book. It's called uh, The, Intim- the uh, Imitation of Mary. It's a little blue book about like that. That's how you do it. Next, um, trying to to follow, to toe the line of feminism just as black people do. This is one thing that nobody agrees on. Most Most people don't agree with me on this one, but it's the truth. People have this thing that their color is more important than God. Their culture is more important than God. My feminism is more important than God. So if you put that stuff above God, God gives you what you ask for. How many black people are you always talking around, uh, you know, walking around? Looking like, Yeah, he's so racist against me. He's so racist against me. That is not true. That is not true. People don't care about you, man. The white man don't care about you, dog. He, he trying to make his own living. He is. I get so sick of it. And, and, and we so two faced as black people too. We so two faced it. We'll go out and get a job for a black a white man. We'll go out and work for a white man's company. We'll go out and get a white man as a client. Behind they behind their back talking stuff. We ain't no different than, the, 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 than prejudiced white people. We ain't. Ain't no different. And, don't let, and white folk don't let nobody tell you different. We just as two faced as y'all are. We just had it better. And, we, oh, and now today we're allowed to say it out loud. We're allowed to say it out loud, and white folk just take it. If I was a white dude, I'd be like, hey, man, that ain't true. That is not true. You can be the greatest. We, we had a black president, and they still ain't satisfied, are they? We, I mean, us. We still aren't satisfied, are we? Think about it. You, now you got a woman black vice president, and you, we still ain't satisfied. Women ain't neither. See what we do? Men, when we sit back and just let people do stupid stuff, it just gets worse and worse and worse, don't it? Of course it does. Of course it does. And of course, people do not like what I'm saying right now. I don't even care because I know it's true. It's true, man. It's true. This is one of the reasons why our uh, we this is one of the reasons why our society is so screwed up right now. Look at the prices of everything. Look at the morality. We are moral degenerates in this country. We are moral degenerates. Look at this country. It's their way. Their way is not working. It's not. And and you know what? We just just deny the truth. And the truth is, man, how can you create a great family when all we want to do is be selfish and think about ourselves? And that's what's wrong with women. They think they should be catered to no matter what they do, up and down. And it's not fair. It's not fair to men. It's not fair to children. It's not. Look at the kids. The kids are miserable. Killing themselves, Tattoos all over their bodies. Wearing black, dark makeup. Doing stuff behind their parents' back. I got friends now. They all get all mad. They think they kids is all Miss per- Perfect. Guess what? They ain't. You know how I know? Because uh, other kids who told me. But see, people, they, they, everybody is in their own little world and they don't realize what they do, what they do harms the society. And we are what we are. Okay. So when you hear me say that women try to toe the line of feminism, just as black people do, that means that they only care about their culture or their color or their ism. Just like gay people, This is, homosexuality is the same way. They only care about themselves. They don't really care about being the best example of a man they can. That's what this is about. Homosexuality, uh, the black culture, Mexican culture, Asian culture, feminism, all that stuff is divisive. It is divisive. It, it's, it's, it's what Satan does to separate us from loving each other properly. It's the truth, man. Think about it. Think about it. How every time a politician gets in trouble, what do they do? They yell racism. That's what the Democrats do. Now the now the, uh, the Republicans probably got something that they do too. They yell racism and everybody shuts up, don't they? Because that's how they control you, man. That's how they control us men. Everybody's scared they're going to lose their job. Everybody's scared they're going to lose their money. Everybody's scared about they're going to lose everything. But what we should be doing is resting in the Lord, resting in God, resting in our Lord Jesus Christ and the Blessed Mother and the saints. And we did, you know, your life's going to be hard and you accept it and whatever happens, happens. Because I ask you as a woman, are you willing to die for Jesus Christ? Are you willing to die for your husband? Are you going to die for your kids? Are you? If somebody put a gun in your head right now and says Christ or yourself, Christ or your husband, Christ or your kids, who you gonna pick? This is why you hear me say people have weak faith. They have no purpose. They don't know their purpose. You've got to stand by our Lord, man, because that is where salvation is, okay? Next, um, see the absence of God the reason women are miserable is the absence of God and his church and their childhood and life. These days people are grown there are they are the faith is so watered down because of the Reformation the Reformation 500 years ago the, the faith you know is watered down so kids are raised with no with no without Christ in their life without God in their life without understanding the faith um, um, they you know you have to understand man, that this stuff is all relative. It's all relative, ladies. You you've got to understand. You are a big part of this. Listen, I get on gentlemen all the time, and all the dudes that listen to me, they know that. But they know I care about them. That's the one thing that people who listen to me, they know I care about them and what I'm doing, and that I'm not trying to lead them wrong, lead them astray. And and, and that's what you got to get your husband to do, ladies. You got to get your husband to love you so much. That he will give you his whole sacred self, his whole body, his whole heart, his whole mind, and his whole soul. But you can't do that towing a line. You can't can't do that giving them attitude for 20 years. You can't do that by denying them sex every day. You can't do that by being mean to them and, and not showing love back and not being a lady and not being a true woman. Men don't want that no more. We never did. And we are just getting sick and tired of it. We are getting sick and tired of it. And if you if you go out and you and you start interviewing men, if they unless you uh, you know unless you interview the weak ones, but if you if you interview if you interview a mediocre man or a true man, they all will tell you, man, they sick of women. They are you can't say just like you heard me say about last week. Like it used to be the NBA, baseball, football, especially the NFL. And basketball, you know, NBA and and hockey was like for us, for men. It was our thing, especially the NFL. It was our thing. Like, we could go at the heart of work, week's work, spend time with our wife and kids, and we just got a couple, two or three hours to relax on Sunday. All we wanted to do was just watch a little NFL. But guess what? Now we can't even hardly do that. The NFL is now politicized. We got women referees. They're trying to force women coaches on us. You know, we can't do nothing. You know, we can't do not- nothing on our own. Women got everything. Homosexuals got everything. What do we got? Nothing. Nothing. And it's not right. We can't have nothing to ourselves. Every time we try to get a little something to ourselves, oh, you're a racist. Oh, you're a misogynist or whatever they call that. Oh you're you don't you don't like women. You got something against women. That is not true. We just want a little something to ourselves. Can I just watch a football game without all this feminist interfering superwoman crap? That's all I want. 3 hours. Can I just have 3 hours a week? <laughs> okay. Okay, next. Um women are diabolically demonically oppressed. They're diabolically oppressed. This is a big one. Women are diabolically oppressed because they don't pray. They don't do spiritual warfare. Their husbands don't pray for them. They, women are diabolically oppressed. So, what is diabolic oppression? Diabolic oppression is when the demons are allowed to, through Christ, to tempt, to tempt you, to, to, to suggest things to you, to get you to do stuff that you don't normally would that you wouldn't do if you're in your right mind. So it affects your marriage, it affects your relationships with your children, with your husband. It affects uh, demonic, demonic oppression affects your um, your finances, your income. It affects your health and it affects really what well, I do with it, is it affects marriages. And so if as a woman, you don't know that you're out there doing all this crazy stuff. You think it's you. No, it ain't. It's the demonic leading you along to hell. That's another thing. Priests and pastors don't talk about hell enough. You can talk about hell without saying fire and brimstone. You can talk about hell by educating people on hell. What it's for, what you do, how it happened, why it's there. But Pete Prashen don't do that no more because they're scared. they scared everybody's going to run away. But see, that's not how it works. Death, judgment, heaven and hell, that draws people to you. That draws people to Christ. It's fruitful. Okay? Next no fathers in the home. We talked about that a couple of weeks ago. No fathers in the home. 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 That lets you know what us as men, what that means. That means that you're gonna be miserable as a woman without a man. You're gonna be miserable and you hear it all the time. I don't need no man. That's like that's like a car salesman saying, "Hey, I'm Honest Dave," right? <laughs> I don't need no man. Oh, you don't. Well, that's like a car salesman going, I'm honest Dave, you can trust me. If you got to say it out loud, guess what? That means you need it. If you got to say I'm honest, you're not honest. If you got to say I don't need a man, obviously you do need a man. You're trying to convince yourself because you ain't convincing me and people like me, women too. Men me and women like me, we know, we know that a man needs a woman and a woman needs a man because we know scripture a little bit and it says what? Man is not meant to be alone. So what does that mean? That means men need women and women need men. Because together you create a perfect person. See? Didn't even know that, did you? That's because you're too busy trying to eat the feminist Kool-Aid. <laughs> drink it. I mean, drink the feminist Kool-Aid. I'm sorry. Okay, You need daddies in the home. If at the most to discipline your children, to discipline your boys when they get 13, 14, 15, 16 years old, Who's going to discipline your kids? Who's going to keep that boy in control? You can't do it, ladies. You can't do it. I've coached hundreds of boys in football. And you know what they do? You know what the mothers do when they ain't got no man around? They bring them to us. Every coach, there's every coach football, they have had this happen. Many, many women, because it's rampant, they bring their children to us, their kids, their boys, because they can't control them. And they want them to be good men. Because they have screwed up the relationship with their with their man, and the man was a jerk, and so you got two grown people that can't get along, and so the kids suffer. So what do I got to do? Well, I, she goes, "Well, I got to do something." Say, so bring them to us, and and I tell you, I have a lot of experience in this, man. This is how I know women they they doing too darn much, and without daddies, they can't control it. Because I know I, I I would coach kids that if you didn't control them in your home, they gonna control you. They'll control your house. Boom. I got a call. Okay. So I will take that call right now. Boom. Oh, I got to put on the right the right scene. Hold on, y'all. I'm on the road, too. I'm on the road, too, y'all. Uh. H- Hello? Hey, good morning, Jerry. Hey, how you doing, man?
1: I'm doing pretty good, man. You is on the road today because a lot of this stuff is hitting home. You know the guys walking in and out the office. They's like, man, that's touchy. That's touchy. I say, yeah, it's touchy because it, it all makes sense. But what I was calling to say on that nature too, you notice. Know and I'm not being sexist, no way. And I don't want nobody to take this the wrong way. But men don't go around. Real men don't go around trying to sabotage another man's relationship. Amen. But most of our women. Because these new age women, because they're miserable, they go around and sabotage another woman's relationship because they feel their relationship was bad. Hers should be bad, too. And all men ain't nothing. Amen. And that's sad. That's real sad. A lot of us, well, I just use myself, for example, I'm going through what I'm going through because other women was miserable. They seen the light, the shine, the glow on my wife. And they will try to tear it down. And I'll give you a quick scenario. You know, you got a club and you got uh, six women. They all either divorcees or single. They all together because they was all miserable. So they need to collect more miserable people so they won't be thinking about their misery. So they see a woman that's happy, whatever, like, the, oh, no, this ain't, can't be right. I'm not happy. She can't be right. Let's get her to be a part of us. And that's what they do. They surround and attach it. And then, because she's feminine, and she's in her feelings, she's going to feel what they saying and take heed to what they say before you even talk to your husband. Better yet, let's
0: get the husband part, before you even talk to God. Yes. Yes. I know. And so, look, man, look, see, the wrong women, woman, and the wrong man Listen to me right now, or that's going to hear this show, because there's going to be a lot of other people that hear this show on uh, on the other, you know, once it gets, you know, in audible, audio. I mean, uh, once it gets in audio format, man, they're going to think, oh, man, this guy's crazy, he's so unfair, he's not being, he's, he's mean. No, I'm not. If you ask a true woman, a true woman, she will agree with everything I'm saying. Because she's been there, she she ate that, she drank all of that stuff, and my wife is one of them. She has drunk all of the stuff I'm talking about. My wife is a black woman. She grew up in the hood. <laughs> she been through. She been through all that stuff, and so she has come to learn that God. Once she leaned on God and started to understand the church, she started realizing, man, she's she she is more satisfied as a woman now. She feels more complete. Because that other well, stuff, that's the thing. The they stuff gotta I'm, know
1: they self. They, yes, when their self esteem is up, they don't feel that way.
0: Exactly because they because they got people like I told you, they're demonically oppressed. They got they got the de- the demons like suggesting things to them and selfishness. That's why in the program, one of the first things that I get the guys to do is stop is try to get rid of your pride and and be humble because that is how you remove Satan from between you and your wife, and it works. It works so well man thanks for calling then, man i'll go ahead i'm sorry thank you jerry All right. and um to you know like i said this is is a
1: battle of your soul and i'm looking at this now more and more every day as i go by and as i've been getting closer to god i'm seeing you know she i just use my wife for example she's t- chasing her tail she ain't never did that before because she is trying to outfind herself if you good with yourself and you good with God, you should never have to do that. And so a lot of what's going on right now is because of low self-esteem and you got people around you with low self-esteem. So that's deteriorating with her. But you but, know, like I said, the main thing you got to do is quit being demonically impressed and come to God.
0: But man, if you just keep being patient with your wife, man, you just started, things are just going, you've got to, Time is on your side. And what you do is just, you know, be doing what you know you're supposed to do and write it out. And she will flip. It's just she's just she's in pain right now. And it's hard for her to forget it. And what you got to do, if you keep going and going and you you keep being given loving messages and you keep trying to be patient with her and you keep doing it's like a uh, it's like a a hurt dog. Right. A a, a damaged dog. A a dog has been Mm -hmm. hurt or shot. You just can't walk up on that dog at first, right? But you right. you care about the dog because you see the dog's hurt. But as the dog, you start, you get the dog and the dog trusts you and you repair the dog's leg and you let the dog get used to you again and know you, the dog starts to be very faithful and loving to you again. And that's kind of how your wife is right now. She's injured and she's hurt and she's confused and she's got this man that's completely changing on her and she just don't know how to do it because she keeps thinking, and you're going to hear me saying this, man she's going to keep thinking that you're going to go back to that old guy and I don't show her that guy. All right? All right. <laughs> All right, man. I'll talk to, you, talk to you later. All right. See you later. All right. Bye. Bye-bye. Okay. And so um, so now we're going to talk about... Uh, hold on. Let me move my uh, thing back. My scene back. Uh. Okay, so now we're going to talk about why are wives miserable? See, it's a little different. So um, men, so women, we just went through why women are miserable, and now we're going to go through why wives are miserable. And so it's it's a difference. It's a difference, okay? It's not the same, but it's a little different, okay? So the, the reason that wives are miserable is because the pain of failed past relationships and marriages. So I kind of indicated on that a little bit earlier. Man, women get very damaged really easy. You know why? Because they're nurturers. They're emotional. They're, um, that's, that's a perfection for them. They're, God made them emotional so that they can nurture the children and bond with the children. Remember, men's job is more broad. Women's job is more specific. And that's in us, in, in, in our natures. And we try to go against that. It hurts us. Like, I get tired when I hear a woman go, oh, I just don't know how, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a bad, I, w- I would be a bad mother. I just, I'm just so clumsy around children. Ain't that from hell, y'all? Ain't that from hell? That's a selfish woman trying to trying to get out of doing her duty. See, here's the deal. Women, men sacrifice differently than women do. To show you love God, to show you love your husband, to show you love your children. Real, a real man. So, how does a man sacrifice? A man sacrifices by by being like Christ in the home and dying to himself, and die to himself as Christ died for the church for his wife. Okay, men protect. They protect them out. They protect their 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 uh, their home from physical outside uh, from physical outside threats on their home. They defend from the demonic in their home, and they serve. They give their life away for God. They give their life away for their wife in marriage, and they give their wife away from children before they ever think about themselves. A man who thinks about himself first is not a real man. He is not an authentic and true man. And so I think we're all of us starting to understand that a little bit, right? Okay, and that mission comes from who? That mission comes from God. That's our mission as men as, as men from God. So women are different though. Women are called to sacrifice their careers. Because women are just as smart as men. There are a lot of women that are smarter than men. There are a lot of men smarter than women. But women, intelligence is no has no bearing because men are just as women are just as smart as men are, right? Uh women, um so women They can go out and be presidents of of countries. They can go out and be kings and king I mean, queens of countries. They can go out and be uh, politicians. They can go out and be doctors and lawyers and scientists. They can be factory workers. They can be uh, truck drivers. They can be whatever, because women have the ability to do all these things, right? They have the ability to go out and create great careers, don't they? Of course they do. But it always comes back to the question of, while you are doing all of that, what's your, what's, what? How's your, how's your home life? Who's taking care of your kids? Who's taking care of the needs of your husband? Are your kids going to daycare for 12 hours a day, 16, 12, 12 hours a day, 14 hours a day? Huh? Who's taking care of the needs of your husband? Who's making love to him? Who's loving him? Who's cooking for him? Who's making sure his needs are taken care of? Who's serving him? You know, and this is the problem, man. This is how you as a woman give your life away for God. This is how you do it. Because of course, you have the ability to go out and do all that all those things a man can. Of course you can. But when are women going to start when are you as a woman going to start doing what you expect of your man? That's the question. When are you as a woman, as a wife? Going to start doing what you expect of your husband. When are you going to pray in spiritual warfare? When are you going to put the kid? When are you going to put God first? When are you going to put your husband and your marriage? You know, when are you going to sacrifice and be greater than, you know, serve something greater than yourself? Not be so selfish. When are you going to do that? Who is tending to your home while you're out there being a woman of the world? Who's tending to your home? And then the nerve to get mad when your husband gets another woman. Get mad. You don't give the man no sex. You don't love him. You don't hug him. You don't kiss him. You don't tell him out you love him. You're working because you're this powerful feminist woman. And you expect your husband to just keep taking that for 5, 10, 15, 20 years? I'm not saying it's right. What I'm saying is it's time for wives and women to start looking at relationships and their marriage from the side of their husband. sometimes. That's what That's how you sacrifice as a woman. You give your life away for what God wants. You submit to God. You submit to your husband. And guess what? You'll be a lot more happier. You will. (laughs) You will. You will. Once you submit to God, you'll be a lot more peace. But you just keep on doing what you want. So next, the pain of, of a neglectful. So. The Pain of a neglectful, distracted, selfish husband. So why uh, women wives are miserable because of a the pain of a neglectful, distracted, selfish husband. Men have forgotten how to care for their wives. Your wife, again, your wife is not your buddy. She's not your golf partner. She's not your co-worker. She is your beloved. And women get hurt very, very easy when they are neglected by their husbands. Okay. If you work in sixteen hours a day outside the home, basically, when is your wife going to see you? When are you guys going to connect? You know, or if you come home after eight hours and you're not pre- like, what's the saying these days? You're not present. You're not present with us. Your wife means you're distracted. You're not caring for her. You're not giving her attention. You're not showing her that she's number, that she's number one priority. You're not showing her these things, and she feels it. And so that's how wives can be miserable if their husbands ain't on their hmm, job, okay? Next, the absence of God and his church and their family. Talked about that one already. Um, Not understanding their purpose as a wife, mother, and woman. Talked about that already. Now, these I haven't talked about. Wives are not fulfilled as a woman. These two go together. Wives, they are not fulfilled sexually. Fulfilled as a woman and fulfilled sexually is basically the same thing. Of course, people gonna people gonna disagree with me. That's because they don't know no better. But women, if they are unfulfilled sexually, they will be miserable. They will not be happy. They'll be depressed. They will be they will lash out at the kids. They'll lash out at you. Because if they're sexually or repressed, that's what'll happen. And so they cannot, that's that, that's why women are always out trying to do the career thing because they think that that's going to fulfill them as a woman. It's not what will fulfill you as a woman is the love of your husband, the love of God, you submitting to God and what he asking of you and your husband loving you enough to completely and sexually fulfill you as his beloved wife. That's how you become fulfilled as a woman. Of course, you're not going to agree with me ladies because you don't know. And I can only tell you, I feel sorry for you, but I'm telling you, it's true. <laughs> okay. Next, there are there are women. A uh, wives are demonically oppressed they're, because there are no spiritual warfare by their husbands. So when women become demonically oppressed, when their their husbands don't pray for them, when their husbands don't enter the spiritual battle, because if your wife is oppressed by the demonic, that means for one that one of the things is your husband is not entering to the spiritual battle daily for you as his wife. And then you're probably not doing it either. So you got two grown people who are tasked with protecting each other and that home and those children and neither one of them, you know, they're doing not doing their job, okay? And then the last one is they won't submit to Christ or their husband, so they're miserable and unsatisfied. People, if it's hard. To get Satan out of our lives, it is hard for men and women to really submit to Christ and try to to know that he has our best interest at heart, that it is not about us doing what we want to do. And I'm very sorry for that. I really do. I feel sorry for us. I feel sorry for the country. I feel sorry for families and marriages. Um, But that's why I do what I do. Because I see the pain of women. I really do. I see the pain of women, and I know what's wrong. If I had a magic wand, I would touch them and help them. I see the pain of men. I see the pain of men every single day, and I, and, and I want to help them. But you can't. You can only lead the horse to water. You cannot make them drink. You can't. And so, men they come for help, but they won't drink the water because they 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 don't understand their true situation no matter how much I try to give it to them. And so with that being said, um I hope I hope that that you guys uh understand what I've been saying and women, I'm not I'm not on you really but I want you to try to understand what you can do to make your life to make your life better and be fulfilled and be loved by your husband, which is what you really want. You want the love of, of of your husband deeply. You want him to be committed to you, to be to be to, with you, give his life for you, to die for you, to give everything he is. But you you have to allow him to do that too. You have to cooperate with God and cooperate with him. If women don't really realize sometimes that they do have a good husband, that's because they're trying to control him so much, okay. That's the that's the going word today, right? You're controlling, you're controlling. But women, women can try to control men all the time by doing what? By nagging them. That's called that's control, women. You if you nag somebody, that's control, you're trying to control them. That's controlling. <laughs> but your husband's a good guy, and he don't say nothing. He just kind of puts up with it. Okay. So we come back from the break. I'm gonna decide if we have enough time to go and do the first 10, but really. We might do another show because we had a call and we had, and I went deep. I want to really lay the foundation, as I always do, to 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 the to the thing about to this thing, um, to this thing about women, because women need our help. Gentlemen, they really do. They need our help. They need us to understand them. They need us to understand how to be how to love them. But we can't but we can't we can only do so much, you know. Um, we can pray for them and get God to in 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 in, uh, in on the thing, but we, as with everyone, as with God, you have to what you have to um, you have to cooperate with God, right? Your the wife, your wife, and you as a woman have to cooperate with God. Um, but if you don't cooperate, your life will continue to go down and down and down. That's why women are running to the doctor for what, fellas. They run to the doctor for some medication, ain't they? Every day, every week. Oh, my medication's out. I got to go get my my psycho medicine. Right? You know? And so I can teach husbands how to help their wives with depression. I can teach husbands how to love their wives properly so they don't have these problems with their wife. Um, But as usual, you have to cooperate. You know, you have to cooperate. So I will be right back. All right, fellas? Bam. Get live Catholic Marriage Help Tuesday through Thursday, 10 a.m. Eastern. Live streamed on YouTube, Rumble, Facebook, and CatholicAlpha.com. If you're getting value from this podcast and would like more personal marriage help, Visit com for an opportunity to work with me personally for free. Yes, within 30 days, learn how to become a better husband that attracts your wife back to you. Visit com and get a plan tailored specific to your marriage and situation. I've helped hundreds of men in their marriages. Allow me the chance to help you using my personal and gained experience. Visit com for superior coaching for your marriage. Again, save my Catholic That's save my Catholic to become the man God created you to be and the husband your wife needs. Lastly, I always get the question, why don't you help women? And I always answer them, I do. So, for all of you beloved wives out there that want to reignite that feeling of emotional closeness and complete love from your hubby, consider. Marriage coaching and visit Save My for an improved marriage within 30 days. All right. All right. So I've decided that the hour is up. And so we had a call. We've had a good show. And I want, you know, we will let you contemplate on that a little bit. Um, and tomorrow we will um, hit on the uh, on the 33 reasons, the first part of them. Um, but today was really to get you guys to understand why we are where we are and why women are where they are and to hopefully women will you know, they will start to allow their husbands to love them and men to love them, the right men, right? The right men to love them, not just any jerk, right? (laughs) But women, I I have to say it, you know, I got to say it before I go. The way you get a man to marry you and marry the right man is you just keep your gift to yourself. You keep your gift to yourself. You don't give it to nobody until he's willing to marry you he will marry you. If, if the dude truly cares about you and love you, he will mar- marry you. I've got married men that listen to me all the time. They asked their wife to marry them. They did. A man will not ask you to marry him if he you don't make him want to be a better man. It won't happen. But ladies, if you are a woman, the best way to get a man to marry you quickly is to make him prove his love for you. And every man, every married man, too. Every married man tell you that. Just keep your legs closed, and guess what? You'll be married six months to a year. you have a proposal in six months. You'll probably be married in a year, year and a half. Instead of what? Instead of what? Messing around with some nowhere-going dude for a year or two, then living with him for a year, Then it takes a year for you to realize, another year to realize that he's a jerk and he's not worth nothing. He ain't going nowhere. And then by the time you get away from him, it's another year. That's five years you spent with that jerk. Five years you spent with him of your life. Think about that. You just gave some guy five years of your life. And he, what did he do? Probably gave you bad sex. Probably made you pay all the bills. Probably drove your car. Probably yelled at you. Probably didn't treat you right. You know, probably didn't go to work. <laughs> you know all I'm saying is ladies you're you're in control until you give your gift away. Once you give your gift away, the man's in control. It takes a lot for you to leave him once you give your gift away. You notice know the truth, just think about it, and men know that for the most part, they know it, you know, so you know. I just want, you know, I want the pain to stop for you. I want the pain to stop for you. And the pain's not going to stop until you conform. It's not. It took me a lot to learn that too. It takes, it takes all hardcore Christians. It takes a lot for us to learn that. I didn't learn it overnight, but I learned it. I learned it because I was open to it. Right? The more, the more you don't conform, the more pain God allows in your life. It's simple. It's tough and it's simple. Okay, so with that being said, I hope you guys had a, you enjoyed what we talked about today. I just want to entertain you guys a lot. You know, the the dude's always getting the, the flack from me, right? But today, the next two or three episodes, maybe four, is going to be the women getting a little bit of it. But ladies, guess what? There's a light at the end of the tunnel. I promise you. Hang with me. And you guys, we will end like we always do with a quote from Pope Benedict XVI, which states, society offers you comfort. But you weren't made for comfort. You were made for greatness. Now go forth, Christian soldiers. The spiritual fight is up on you fast. Pray and prepare for battle. Thank you for listening in today. If what you heard helped you in any way and you would like more personal attention, visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for superior marriage coaching. And remember to join the Catholic Alpha Radical Live podcast as a caller or listener every Tuesday through Thursday, 10 a.m. Eastern. To join as a caller, dial area code 313RADICAL.